0: what's up y'all welcome back to another edition of sports chat with dj i know it's been a pretty long time probably over a month if i'm not mistaken since i last did an episode well officially kicking off season four episode 154 if i'm not mistaken but i hope everyone is doing pretty good out there it's been pretty pretty rough i would say here in the world especially here in baltimore with everything that's going on um had some crazy stuff going on at the schools here in Baltimore A couple of kids losing their lives under 18 years of age For both of the teenagers, if I'm not mistaken So my condolences to those families If someone just randomly may be listening to this um, podcast But it's just sad, you know, sad that a lot of this is going on Only a week into the new school year And you have to deal with death And speaking of dealing with death, um, we just got word yesterday on the kickoff of the new 2022 NFL season uh, that we would lose uh, Queen Elizabeth. Now, we know that she had a lot going on health wise and kind of been in and out of the hospital. And um, I don't want to say this isn't really a surprise but i guess when you kind of sit back and look at it these people are still human whether or not people agree with the stuff that they did over the years whatever but they're still human right and uh, she was still someone's mother grandmother maybe sister i don't know if she had any siblings um but she was very important in their family so condolences to uh the family of queen elizabeth um passed away yesterday uh, as i said at her scottish estate um she actually reigned as queen for about seven decades. She took the throne in 1952. And I think it's a, a Netflix uh, docudrama called uh, The Crown that a co-worker of mine was telling me about. He told me to take a glance, a look at. And it basically uh talks about her reign and how she became queen i think her dad died when she was young so i think she became queen at a very young age uh, but i had stopped watching it i think i may pick it back up i may have to rewatch those episodes but if you get a chance um check that out i think it's a really really um good uh show and with that being said her son uh Now, King Charles III, of course, the former husband of the late uh, Princess Diana, he is taking the throne. I think I just saw a notification on my phone that said he just addressed the uh, nation for the first time as king. I don't know exactly what he said, Um, but he said on the passing of his mom that we mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished, sovereign and a much Loved, much loved mother. Uh, so once again, a condolences to the entire um, family, and of course to um, New England natives. I'm sorry, England, United Kingdom. I'm getting it all mixed up. United Kingdom natives. Um, and he takes over a huge uh, estate, should I say? Right, uh, 28 billion dollars. I was reading on a, on a. Um, article on new york times 28 billion dollar empire he takes over he take he's going to I, I did want to read this guy to you guys even though there's nothing about football i just thought it was interesting so he takes over um 28 billion dollar estate beginning with the crown let me see i'm sorry i just had it in here here we go if i'm not mistaken let me see if it let me see it'll come up of course, it's going to load to something else. But anyway, I think it was the crown estate that was worth billions of dollars. And then they had the Dutch Duchy of um, Lancaster and another one just worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And I was just amazed by how old those palaces were, like over 600 years old. So he takes over. Um, and um, it's just interesting, you know, even with the whole uh, secession and how, um Lord forbid if something happens to him then his son William his eldest son he'll take over uh something happened to him then he has children that would I mean very young children that would be um king or queen if I'm not mistaken I don't know anything about history it's just uh, some stuff that I just (laughs) looked looked up just recently but it's just very interesting um but I know the queen uh, had a little connection here to Baltimore. I think she came to a game here in the Oriole Stadium and I think one at the Memorial Stadium, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So have some ties here to Maryland. But like I said, I'm not a history buff. I don't know too much about it. I just wanted to mention it and just extend my condolences to the family. Queen Elizabeth, she was actually 96 years old, so rest in paradise. Uh going on to my topic at hand here. Um I know we're just some breaking news on Lamar Jackson and the contract situation. Uh you guys pretty much already know if you read the headlines, so it's really nothing that I need to say on that as of today. I will be doing a preview of the Ravens versus the Jets on Sunday. So look out for that podcast to drop. Um I would say more than likely tomorrow, if not mistaken, uh, early Sunday before the one o'clock kickoff time. But yesterday, y'all, yesterday kicked off uh, the Rams versus the Bills uh, big game. Of course, the Rams hanging the banner of their second Super Bowl title in the SoFi Stadium. Then you had the Rock come out. It was a lot of. I mean, when The Rock came out, I said to my wife, this is just so corny. <laughs> she was like, why, do you, why don't do you like The Rock? It was just corny to me. You know, like he did the Super Bowl thing. It's, and I like The Rock. He's a cool guy. But there was just too much. Like, we know that football is back in Hollywood, and L.A. You don't have to overdo it each time. And they overdid it. And um, I'm not saying it led to what happened to the end result of the game. <laughs> but uh, let's just say the Rams had the second largest loss to a season opener from a Super Bowl winning team in the history of the NFL. The last loss was actually to my Raven, by my Ravens, I'm sorry, uh, Ravens lost to the Broncos in 2013 after they won the Super Bowl. Uh, the score of 49 to 27, Peyton Manning 3-7 touchdowns on a Ravens defense it was embarrassing and we had to play away because of the whole situation um with the uh scheduling with the MLB Orioles game I think was there and um the uh Ravens game was scheduled at the same time and if you know Baltimore you know that they basically share parking lots you got the Orioles Stadium or Camden Yards across the street literally from M&T Bank Stadium so that was a whole nother story in and of itself. I was still, I'm still mad about that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the Rams came out not looking very good. I would say, um, a lot of, a lot of question marks, of course, left tackle. I can't place the rookies name. Um, but he had a hard time against Von Miller and it showed big time. Von Miller had two sacks in his game. Um, two of the seven sacks that the bills would get, um, And him taking over for uh, Whitworth is, you know, looking to not I mean, it's only week one, but I hope that they make some adjustments. Let's just say that on the wide receiver side for the uh, Rams, um, we know that uh, Van Jefferson had to sit out. He had ankle surgery, I believe, during training camp. So they wasn't expecting him to play. And it showed in this game that they need some other firepower on that side of the ball they lost Robert Woods in the offseason I believe he's with the Titans now and they just really don't have anybody else at least nobody else that I see I mean I know they got the tight end Tyler Higby but no one is game planning for him Um, but they just didn't look very strong I mean I would say that Stafford of course and Cup did get a lot of connections um I saw that that cup uh pretty much um ran some pretty pretty good routes and was finding a lot of holes in the um zone coverage that was played by the bills uh, but other than that um it wasn't too much that the, the 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 Rams were doing and the bills was capitalizing you know off of opportunity even the first drive of the game I mean the one uh, play where he um, Allen passed it to Gabe Davis and, you know, like on a on a play action play and the the he the defensive end, should I say, bit on Allen and left Gabe open and he pretty much could have walked into the end zone. Um, and other than that, um, Josh Allen settled down a little bit. The first interception that he had uh, was off of McKenzie not being able to secure the catch and um i forget who it was that picked it off uh in another one i think he threw the ball too late and i think it was hill that picked the ball off but other than that josh allen started to settle in he started to play like we know he can play he was 26 to 31 83 percent completion almost 300 yards four total touchdowns two interceptions only gave up two sacks on our offensive line he had a running touchdown and that touchdown was actually against um the newly acquired linebacker and bobby wagner he took him it's up and stretched the ball over the breaking the plane and we all saw the, the replay um but yeah the bills do you look like they could be the team to beat even though it's only the first game i know people just say you know don't uh put too much into it but on both sides of the ball I thought they were looking very strong. Like I said, they had three interceptions defense. They had seven sacks on the offensive side of the ball. Diggs had over 120 yards and a touchdown. Gabe Davis, 88 yards and a touchdown. I mean, (laughs) they look really 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 good um and, and it's time even though it's only week one it's time for the the rams to go back to the drawing table uh they're five and one in home openers or season openers should i say under sean McVay. So this is the first time they were under 500 um, with sean McBay. and they just got completely shut out in the second half um and that's something that they just need to uh figure out uh, as the season goes on um when van jefferson gets back uh if they can get this offense in into sync um definitely the defense as well and i mean you can tell when Vaughn miller was there he did bring an extra swagger to the defense right he brought an extra swagger to um what's his name aaron donald aaron donald even said in an article that i read i think it was on espn that he stepped his game up you know because of von Miller uh von Miller you know really really caused him to step his game up so um i want to say i'm hoping that they get things better but um i'm trying to remain neutral here so <laughs> maybe they'll get things better maybe they won't but this was just a game that the bills just dominated um, and Right now they are the Super Bowl favorite Even though I know it's only one game They are the Super Bowl favorite So we shall see how uh, Things go From here Next up for the Bills They'll host the Titans Uh, As I said the Titans Brought in Robert Woods Um, They lost AJ Brown They lost Julio Jones Um, They got the guy I think his name is Tyler Burtz Or Trey Burtz or something like that The wide receiver that they drafted I heard a lot about him So we shall see. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, still the quarterback there. Um, goodness, I forget what the other quarterback name that they played in the preseason. I don't know if it's Willis or Malik Willis. I think his name is. Um, so it's, it's a lot to look forward to. Of course, Derek Henry coming back uh, this year should be fully healthy. So that should be an interesting game. Next up on Monday Night Football, of course, not. It's not going to be this Monday, but following monday whatever that date is so it'll be a long rest for the bills they'll be able to game plan get some rest um and it it should be interesting and the rams they'll host the falcons the falcons of course uh no longer have matt ryan there i forget who they have there to be honest with you uh to see if kyle pitts can still make some noise um, and I forget who the cornerback is AJ Terrell if, I think, if I'm not mistaken See if he can make some noise too He he had a really good season last year as well So I think that should be interesting And I know the Rams will be looking to curb stuff if you will <laughs> The um, Falcons in that uh, I believe it's a, probably a 1 or 4 o'clock game I'm not sure Probably a 4 o'clock game more than likely since it's over West so, with all of that being said, there are some 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. games that I would say we should all be looking out for. Uh, besides my Baltimore Ravens, which I will go over. <laughs> you know I'll go over that in the next podcast. But uh one of the games, AFC North Steelers at the Bengals a lot to talk about here but i'm not going to talk about a lot because uh i don't have that much time um but we know it was a quarterback controversy in the Steelers nation of course with ben roethlisberger retiring you had mitch trubisky you had uh kenny pickett and mason rudolph um pretty much duking it out to see who would be the starting QB and right now Mitch trubisky of course the, the the former Chicago Bear and the former Buffalo Bill uh will get the start at center. So we shall see how he do. I mean they're looking for they said that he was looking good um throughout the preseason and training camp and all that but of course we don't know when the season hits it's a whole different monster but I thought it was interesting here because I saw that they had Pickett at three and Rudolph at two, and they just recently changed it to Kenny Pickett at two. So, of course, we know how quick quarterbacks can go down in the game, Um, but if something was to unfortunately happen with Mr. Biscay, in comes Kenny Pickett. It's been a lot of, of, of not controversy, but good controversy around Kenny Pickett and what he can do, and they expect him to be the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers going forward. He looked really good during the preseason, but once again, out there playing third and fourth stringers we need to see how you do against a first team uh first strength should i say defense so not saying that he wouldn't do good or anything like that but um the sailors you know just chose to go with trubisky so we shall see how he do up against the bengals and we know going into this season the bengals Biggest issue was at offensive line I believe they gave up 50 sacks Even though Joe Burrow In the postseason was spectacular They gave up 50 sacks uh, during The season so they went out they addressed that Picked up Alice Kappa from Tampa Bay lay out Collins from The Cowboys and Ted Karras from New England that should solidify That offensive line that should help them To continue to dominate like they Did in the postseason and we already know Who they have at wide receiver With Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Tyler boyd and now they bring in the former Baltimore Raven and the former Atlantic Falcon and Hayton Hurst. Uh, of course, they lost uh, CJ Uzoma to the Jets. So, I want to see what they do if they can still make some noise there. We know on that defensive line of the Bengals, we know that they, you know, can make some noise there. And we also know that the Steelers got a really 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 um Explosive offensive line as well And that being led by T.J. Watt His 22 and a half Sacks uh, Defensive player of the year award He actually probably could have broke That uh, season sacks um, Played against my Baltimore Ravens And I did kind of want him to Because I already knew our season was over So I kind of did want him to break it But I'm a huge T.J. Uh, Watt fan So I just I just want to see how this game shape up It's an AFC North game You know it's going to be gritty You know Um, it's going to be smash mouth and you know both teams are going to be vying for um, the lead in that one now the Bengals have won the last three series last year they beat them 24 to 10 at no longer the Heinz field but I forget what the new name is for Heinz field but they beat them in Pittsburgh 24 to 10 and then 41 to 10 at home so we shall see we know the Steelers dominated them before this 11 straight wins from the Steelers Now and it look like the tables are turning a little bit um, I'm not really going to give a prediction here Because uh, I really don't care Because <laughs> AFC North game um, but i think that's gonna be a game to watch out for another one i put down is the jags versus the commanders everything that's going on right now with the jags and the commanders starting with the jags first we know they made a coaching change doug peterson is there now uh, we know that the former coach in urban maya he left uh was fired you know 90 the season wasn't even over and he was fired Rightfully so All the mess that was going on there Sorry for that noise in the background I think they're cutting grass Out back (laughs) um, At my apartment So I'm going to try to talk a little bit louder Over it Um, But yeah the Jags had a lot going on down there Then they um, Of course uh, Need uh, Trevor um, Lawrence um, Need to be uh, Should I say groomed a little better and I think Doug Peterson will do that we know what he did with Carson Wentz and speaking of Carson Wentz Wentz of course was traded this offseason from the Colts to the Commanders this is his third team and how many years he's been playing in the league now not really that long Uh, but we know the relationship between Peterson and Wentz and we know both of them going to be vying for a win here as well um we know peterson i believe he respects Wentz, and Wentz the same with peterson but um we know that that both of them are going to try to to change the dynamic should i say of both of these franchises because a lot of mess we know going on with the commanders um more so front office wise and then we know all the messed up was going on with the jaguars just three years removed from them being in the afc championship game so i i think this will be an interesting game uh wentz actually uh had a a uh hard time with these jags last year when he was on the colts uh they lost 26 to 11 when they could have won and been in the playoffs but um jags was pretty much playing i forgot what the technical term is that they say but Jags was playing to pretty much knock them out of the playoffs and that is what they actually did so we shall see how this game shape up um and I think it'll be an interesting watch um definitely think that it will be an interesting watch uh and that's another one o'clock game i think you should look out for next up i got the browns at the panthers we know all the emotion in this game baker mayfield was done grimy and i was a huge foe i guess you can say of baker mayfield i thought he was an arrogant i don't want to use the word prick but yes that i thought he was just arrogant but then i thought he came out and he played his game he was injured last year a lot and the Browns said, "Ah, right, we're going to go with Deshaun Watson, give him a two hundred plus million dollar contract, fully guaranteed, and Baker Mayfield, which is out there because all this mess going on with Watson and didn't know if he was going to play. Now we know Watson will be suspended for eleven games, and now uh, Jacoby Brissett will be taken over uh, until he gets back. But um, it's a lot of emotions here, and Baker Mayfield, you know, is looking to upend his former team." Um, and I think he will play with a chip on his shoulder. I think is a lot that ride in this one game. Matt Rule has not been looking that great since they signed into that. Nice big contract to bring him to Carolina. So there's a lot going on there. Uh, they do have a really good cornerback tandem in Carolina with J.C. Horn and C.J. Henderson. So will J.C. Horn make some noise this year? I think he got injured last year and I don't think he played for the remainder of the season, if I'm not mistaken. So I just want to see how things shape up here. Uh, the Browns, of course, you know, they picked up Amari Cooper in the offseason. They was traded to the Browns from the Cowboys. Of course, they signed Njoku to a big uh, Signing and I put down in my notes as well. People Jones, I he make a lot of noise when he playing the Ravens, but I don't know if he's someone that you need to game plan for particularly. But we know that the Browns can make a little noise back there, but they got someone different at quarterback. It's no longer Baker Mayfield; it's Jacoby Brissett. Uh, the Browns are one twenty-two and one in season openers since nineteen eighty-nine. They could have beat the Chiefs last year in the season opener, but they huge hiccup there. Um, and I know the Browns will be looking to be two twenty-two 22 and one, not that that's a huge difference, but they looking to break that one twenty-two and one, uh, record that they just have not been able to shake since 1999 and they'll have to do it on the road against a pissed off, uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, I think the matchup, one of the matchups to look at is the left tackle of the Panthers, uh, Icky. In wanu he'll be going up against miles garrett we know what miles garrett can do i think he had four or five consecutive seasons with double digit sacks so i'm not saying they don't, it won't look too good but maybe they'll give him some help over there on the left side but i just want to see how this game shape out i think it's going to be a, a very hard nosed game i think it's going to probably be a low scoring game probably more defense than what we think um and it's another game I think that you should watch out for. <laughs> now on to the four o'clock games, first starting with the Packers at the Vikings. Last year the Packers lost in the US Bank Stadium by three points 34 to 31 to the Vikings. And I know Aaron Rodgers is going to be licking his chops here. Of course, is the debut of Kevin O'Connell, the former offensive coordinator for the rams so i want to see how he shapes up with this offense with the vikings of course we know kirk cousins is still there uh we know um uh goodness grief what is his name Da-da-da-da. delvin cook we know we got him there we know that we got um getting am drawing a blank on the wide receiver y'all know i'm bad with names what is his name it's gonna bother me it's gonna bother me it's going to bother me i'm sorry y'all We're live on air and I got to look it up (laughs) because I hate not knowing... Adam Thielen okay it just came to me all right so Adam Thielen and we know the other and and JJ uh, Justin Jefferson there so I just want to see what he's going to do with this team offensively um up against Matt LaFleur both of these guys actually come from under the Sean McVay tree so I want to see how they do up against one another both of them have huge respect for each other 39 and 10 for Matt LaFleur in his first three seasons as the Green Bay head coach uh Huge change for him on the offensive side as well. No longer do they have Devontae Adams. They lost him in um, the offseason. He was traded to to the Packers. Uh, I think they got a couple of receivers. I think it was a Watson. I forget the other one name they picked up in the draft. But Alan Z- Lazard, I'm sorry, he is the number one receiver right now. That's the dude that they have to go with <laughs> right now. They lost MBS Um Uh, to the Chiefs and like I just said Adams to the Raiders so I don't know I think it's going to be an interesting game um I just don't think the Packers are going to be as great as people are thinking I know they got Aaron Rodgers back there we know he is one of the best QBs in the history of the game but I just think it's just a different feel vibe. and I'm a Aaron Rodgers fan but it's just a different feel and vibe and I just think that the Vikings are going to come what a big win here um i just think is 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 just going to be a different feel for the packers just because um they no longer have that security blanket um even though defensively i know they can make some noise but i i i don't know the vikings was leading a lot of games last year by less than seven points so i think they're going to come out and make some noise in this game Um, next game chiefs at the cardinals Another reunion between Patrick Mahomes And his former coach and Cliff Kingsbury So I want to see how things shape up there Of course Kingsbury versus um, Goodness y'all Why am I drawing a blank on on the um, On The Chiefs Kingsbury versus Andy Reid Um that's bad. I had to look it up real fast, but <laughs> I apologize in advance. <laughs> but Kingsbury versus Andy reed here. Um, Mahomes got, you know, he lost his biggest weapon in Tyreek. Uh, goodness, why am I drawing a blank? This is bad, yo. I'm sorry. Maybe because my mind is like, okay, let me look at the time, see what time it is. But I do have to literally feed my daughters in a couple of minutes. But anyway, um, He lost Tyree Kill in the offseason to the Dolphins and he picked up MBS and they picked up Juju Smith Schuster. I don't think that's going to be a great answer for them, but we shall see. That's another team that I don't think is going to be great. But since they have Mahomes on that sideline, he can sling the rock and we know he can get it done. So I want to see what they do there. I I think it's going to be rather interesting for the Chiefs offensively to see if they can still put things together without their big weapon on that side of the ball um the Cardinals the Cardinals I want to see how they how they how they shape up defensively since they lost Chandler Jones to the Raiders in the offseason he had 10 and a half sacks last last year so I want to see if they do something there we know they picked up Hollywood Brown he reunites with his quarterback Kyler Murray uh and d hop he's sus- suspended i'm sorry for six games they still have zach Ertz there. i think they still have a duh, 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 duh. what's his name Used to play for the Bengals. um aj green i think they still have him there if i'm not mistaken so we shall see how that game end up i think that'll be interesting uh the chiefs will travel to the cardinals the home actually up to Bowl 57 this year so we shall see how that shape up. Their last meeting was November the 11th of 2018. Chiefs beat them 26-14. to 14. Next up, real quick, the Raiders at the Chargers. Of course, Josh McDaniels coaching debut with the Raiders. I say with the Raiders because the last time he was a coach, I believe it was with the Broncos, where he started out really good. Uh, he came to Baltimore 6-0, and and the Ravens made them look like nothing. And I think the remainder of the season, they didn't do as well um but made some big signings in the offseason of course Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones they brought him in Um, Devontae Adams will line up with Darren Waller and Hunter Renthro and then on the defensive side of the ball Jones will line up alongside Max Crosby of course Crosby had if I'm not mistaken the most pressures in the NFL last season so I want to see what they do defensively and offensively is a lot riding on the Raiders this year and I'm thinking a lot of people are expecting Carr Um, To to go to that next level I think they extended him this past offseason He reunites with his Fresno State teammate In Devontae Adams so we shall see How that connection work uh, Also the Chargers on their Side of the ball they brought in Khalil Mack Khalil Mack actually is facing his former Team in the Raiders of course remember he was Let go when um, John Gruden was there and he was shipped off To the Chicago Bears and had a great Season that first season that he get Nicked up and had a lot of injuries these past couple Seasons but I want to see how he play Alongside Joey Bosa uh, They also brought in JC Jackson on the back end of that secondary so I want to see how he um, complements that defense as well But I, I think this will be a good game to watch here uh, Carr, uh, the offensive line, should I say, of the Las Vegas Raiders Gave up 40 sacks last year So I want to see if that offensive line hold up But I think this is going to be a really good game It's an AFC West showdown And we know it's, that's going to be one of the best divisions I think this season uh and the next two games i would say to look out for of course just because they i mean they're big games right sunday night football uh bucks at the cowboys this year last year the cowboys went to the bucks they lost 31 to 29 on a ryan suck up last minute field goal um but brady we know the whole issue not issue but story with him retiring and then him not retire unretiring and um it's just a it's a lot Rotten in this game uh, The debut of Todd Bowles We know Todd Bowles took over for Bruce Arians Bruce Arians went to go work work In the front office um, With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Still but Todd Bowles taking over Of course we know that his last head coaching Stint was with the Jets and it didn't End too well uh, But we shall see he's a defensive minded coach And I want to see how he um, Leads this uh, Bucks offense Or Bucks team should I say um, We know on the offensive line of the Bucks, They lost Ryan Jensen And they also lost left guard Aaron Stinney um, I want to see how that offensive line Do you know uh, Ryan Jensen is like the anchor of that offensive line So I want to see how they hold up um, And Tyron Smith For the Cowboys uh, He tore his hamstring He'll be out until December uh, so, this might be a, a, a interesting game. It might be a lot of offense in this game. Julio Jones joins the Bucks alongside Chris Godwin, who is questionable right now. Think he had an ankle surgery or something with him. And then Mike Evans, of course, and then Ceedee Lamb becomes the number one receiver with the Cowboys after they lost Amari Cooper. He was traded, as I said earlier, to the Browns. So we shall see how this game pretty much shake out i think it's gonna be an interesting game um i think it's a really good sunday night matchup uh like i said a rematch from last year so hey we shall see how that end up and then of course monday night football very emotional here broncos at the seahawks russell wilson returning to um seattle to face his former team and i just read an article where it was saying that he, they didn't really you know want russell there anymore and I don't really see how because they never did anything to protect him. I think I saw a stat where he was sacked over like 400 times in his career in Seattle. So, I mean, I wouldn't blame him if he wanted to be out. But, you know, they put pieces around him. Of course, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Um, But we shall see how they shape out now because now they will be having the ball thrown to them by one Geno Smith. And we know Geno Smith didn't shake out too well when he was with the Jets a long time ago. Um, So I'm not that excited for uh, the 12s should I say and uh, the Seattle Seahawks because I, th- I think they'll have a hard time to go here this is the um, Nathaniel Hackett's uh, former Green Bay Packer offensive coordinator this is his debut as the head coach uh, we know what he did with Aaron Rodgers um, when he was the OC in Green Bay and we look for him to elevate Russell Wilson even more not that he isn't all already a really superb quarterback but i think he'll elevate him more and i'm going to say it now on this podcast look out for these broncos i think the broncos are going to make a lot of noise really quick really fast this year they got the defense i would say um they got a really good secondary i would say and they also have some really good receivers for russell wilson jerry judy tim patrick we know he got injured if i'm not mistaken i think he's out for the year uh courtin sutland um uh KJ Hamler so they got some pieces that Russ can use I forget who is the tight end over there I can't really think of who it is um but they will in my opinion make some noise um over there or he will should I say make some noise over there then at running back of course Melvin Gordon how could I forget him and Javante Williams they uh Combined for over 1,800 yards and 12 total touchdowns last year. So that's going to be a good game. It's two really good Monday and Sunday night games this week. Uh, I can't wait for Sunday, of course, my Baltimore Ravens at the Jets uh, facing Flacco. Um, Lamar versus Flacco. Um we shall see how my boys shape up in that game but i will be doing a little preview of that like i said look out for that tomorrow or early sunday um but it's good to be back y'all season four episode 154 uh thank you all for joining me on this episode and um look forward of course to me doing my regular podcast if anything comes up just know that you know I got two baby girls, so (laughs) I'll try my best to pump out the episodes as I can. But other than that, y'all, I thank y'all for joining me on this episode of Sports Chat with yours. Truly, you already know who I am and I'll be looking to hear from you very, very soon. Peace out.